Good evening. This is Dee Dee Banks at the table. It is February the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, Lover's Holiday. It's about love this weekend. And uh, we could even throw in our love challenge this weekend, making sure that we're not only spreading love to our um, special ones, our special spouses, our special boyfriends, our uh, special, special people in our lives, but also to people that we don't know, uh, people that um, are in need of show, needing to be shown love too. A hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you? Lending a helping hand. If you see somebody that needs a helping hand, this is all signs of love. Love all around the world, not just going to restaurants and Google, Google, looking Google-eyed in each other's faces and all these little candy gifts and all these special things that we do all you you know uh, during the month of February but it's a it's the time to reflect on love amen uh, also it's Black History Month uh, and we're talking about black people black history I love it too bad February is such a short month uh, for black history, but we will take it and uh, we are enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it all across America, all over the world, uh, talking about black history, what blacks have done in this world and for this country. It's amazing to talk about uh, the fascinating things that we have created. Uh, um, we are such a special people, gifted people and a lot of us don't realize how gifted and special that we really are but when you read the word of God you will figure it out it'll come to you about how special uh, we as black people uh, really are amen the men and the women the children we are a special people we're all special in God's eyes but I'm talking about us in particularly uh, a lot of uh, us do not realize how blessed and how special uh, we really, really are. Um, but anyway, there's a lot to talk about. I've been a little busy, so I'm off a week. Uh, you haven't heard from me, but I want to go over some very important things uh, that we need to talk about. And one is about the census that's about to take part and I found out some some really good information about the the Census Bureau. Um, I talked about people knocking on the doors for the census, but what is going to happen is you are going to be able to do the census online by phone or by mail. So I am encouraging each and every one of you that's listening to this podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your co-workers, everyone that you meet at the churches that is important to be counted for the census. Because this brings money from the federal government to help us with health care, education. Um, it helps with um, emergency services. It helps with um newborn babies, just all these different programs that's going to help us. And a lot of people have been afraid of the census because 
most people really believe that it's a way to spy on people and find out who's living where and and that type of things. And a lot of people feel that they'll be deported or going to jail, but it has nothing to do with that. It just has something to do with money, money that's being missed in the communities. A lot of communities, especially impoverished communities, uh, people that are in well-to-do communities, I'm not concerned about that because money gets them everything they need. But for those that are less fortunate, we need all the programs that we can get to help us uh, have better communities and money that we deserve to have in our communities uh, um, every every year. Amen. So it's going to help the schools too. That's really, really, really a big factor is helping the schools. Uh, the school systems are suffering uh, because of lack of funds. And I just really believe it's because a lot of children aren't being accounted for. And uh, I understand it all because America uh, can be uh, crooked in a lot of different areas. And so a lot of uh, people are very, very skeptical about what's going on in this country. And I don't blame you one single bit. I understand it all. Uh, We do have a lot of crookedness here. But uh, let's participate in the census. Uh, They're saying that if they don't get at least 55% of people responding by mail or online or by the phone, that's when they're going to send people out to knock on the door. So we want to be, if you don't want people knocking on your doors, just go online and go to uh, the uh, 2020census.gov and go ahead and sign up when they start advertising and sending mail around, letting you know when it's time to participate in the census. Okay, enough of that. The next thing I want to talk about is my last episode that I had on my podcast was an interview with Pinky Red, who is one of the Generation uh, Z young ladies that I'm highly interested in talking to right now, the men and the women, because of uh, what they've gone through. They've gone through a lot and there's so much going on with them. And it's changing our country rapidly in positive ways and also in negative ways because uh, they're not embraced well and they're acting out in ways uh, that are not positive uh, and they need our help. They need attention from us and we need to understand them. And I just want to thank her for coming on and sharing uh, her life with us, what she has gone through, especially when she talked about a very, very private matter uh, that has happened to her and and it was traumatic for her, which was being molested. And uh, we all know how difficult it is to discuss uh, topics, especially uh, when a family member has done this. Um, this is one of the darkest secrets within the African-American communities. Um, our parents, uh, when it happens to most young girls, our parents have us sweep it under the rug. And uh, when we sweep things under the rug, uh, the demon does surface because that thing has been buried, buried deep down in our soul. But but we start acting out in different ways and it causes hatred, promiscuality, trust issues. I mean, a lot can happen when you have been traumatized as a young girl uh, by molestation And, uh, oh my God, I just want you to please listen to that interview uh, that I had on on my episode. It's called Pinky Red, A Generation Z 
uh, speaking the truth. Please, please listen to that podcast. It's very, very informative. This young lady uh, just opened up and, and told her life story. And she's not the only one. There's so many, 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 many women like Pinky Red who have experienced and are experiencing it right now. Uh, molestation uh, in the family. So, family, we need to protect our daughters um, and we need to be watchful of signs of molestation and our boys have been molested too. And uh, we hear about, you know, the Catholic Church, how they've uh, been molesting our boys and the Boy Scouts have been molesting our boys and, and, you know, there's just so much brokenness in the home and a lot of the... Um, Victims have does they don't get support uh, from the home and that hurts and that's why we have a lot of young people running away from home because they don't have support from the family members at home and hurt people hurt other people and it's a generation generations and generations of hurt in the families from different uh, people who have done things. To our children and the children have had to live in silence about these type of things, uh, which is very, very uh, detrimental. I mean, people that we have trusted, um, in, you know, in our families, like, you know, it happens in the church and, and it, it, it happens um, with the school teachers and, you know, like that Olympic trainer who molested all those girls who were uh, training for the Olympics and Jeff Epstein, who who were flying young ladies uh, from the United States to islands to uh, molest them. Just a lot of sex trafficking. So we have to keep our eyes on our children. Uh, Our daughters uh, are really, really going through it a lot. Uh, Mainly, um, I don't know what it is. It's it's like this has been going on even from the biblical days. uh, Women uh, being mistreated and... Uh, it's something that just won't stop. But as a parent, it is our duty to protect our children. Amen. And we have to watch out for signs of molestation. We have to listen to our children and watch them. We are working people. Mothers and fathers are working because it's so expensive to live in this day and time in this country. And when we uh, have to allow Uh, other people to take care of our children nine to uh, 12 hours out of a day you don't know what they're being taught because there's a bond between the children and whoever's watching them and and whoever's watching them the children the young people trust them so there can be secrets so you have to be mindful even with family members who are babysitting your children you have to keep your eyes on your children, have an open conversation with them from the time that they're able to understand and comprehend being touched in conversations that are inappropriate. It is our duty, family, that we do this and protect our children. We don't want that on our head because God sees all these things. And when we're neglecting our children, God is not happy uh, about this. Allowing our children to be mistreated and we are overlooking these things is a horrible thing for our young people to experience. And then we get mad at them when they start acting 
a certain way because we don't understand it. Instead of addressing what's wrong with them, we're attacking, you know, we're dis- you know, we're going at them in a negative way because of what they're doing. We have to find out why they're doing uh, certain things. So I just ask that we are prayful, watchful, and mindful about our children and our household. And and let's not get so caught up into uh, material things. Who has what? How much we have more than another person. And, And social media and television and all this fantasy that is not real. Um, We need to really, really start being focused on our families because the devil is mighty, mighty clever and he's stealing our young people. Amen. And we cannot afford to have our children being robbed by the devil uh, with these evil things that are going on and this evil spirits that are attacking our children. And we we just need to really watch over them. Amen. So um, that's what I wanted to really say about that. And I'm going to be talking more and more about that uh, because there's a lot of it going on. And so later on, and I know it's uncomfortable, but we have to talk about this thing. Uh, generation, The Generation Z, I tell you, they have got mental conditions. I mean, you know, depression, uh, PTSD, Not only them, but a lot of people. I mean, the military people. I mean, we all do. People raised in the hood. I suffer from PTSD because how I've been treated in my life. Uh, Cruelty is cruelty, and it can happen to any one of us. But uh, we we have to be very mindful of the ages of, of four up until the ages of 23, which is college age. There still are young women and, and our babies, and, and, and we need to protect them more and more and more, okay? Uh, also, I wanted to talk about the coronavirus, and it appears that it has hit America, and we are living in a very germy, dangerous time. Like I mentioned in one of the podcasts, be very, very careful. I have bought me a mask to start walking around with mask on due to the pollution in the air is so bad and I stay sick quite often uh, because of poor air quality here in the state that I live. But it's it's washing of the hands and wiping down your desk at work and your pens and pencils. And, and when you handshake with people, people are kind of getting out of handshaking because uh, germs are uh, transfer from even handshaking. It's unfortunate, but it's very, very true, uh, family. So be careful. It is killing people, taking people out by the thousands. So we need to be careful. I think that's the the uh, China. I think it's something deliberate. That's my own personal opinion. Um, that this outbreak taking out people and it's headed to America. I'm telling you, this is another way of wiping out. Uh, millions and millions of people. So uh, we need to be very mindful of our hands and breathing on people, people breathing on us and uh, washing and wiping down everything that we come in contact. Uh, Another uh, topic I wanted to talk about is uh, what happened with the interview with Gail King. Wow. Uh, Gail is devastated because of her interview that she had with uh, one of uh, the women basketball players, one of Kobe's uh, best friends, and uh, Gail had mentioned about the sexual 
uh, incident that happened between Kobe and a young lady in 2003, and it stirred up a lot of anger. And um, we as people, people of color, it doesn't matter how much money that we get paid. We have to be very, very careful about say, getting people to get us to turn our backs on one another. Okay? People are using each, uh, you know, our culture to turn on each other uh, to do things that are very, very detrimental. And Gail has put herself in a very, very tough situation. And now she is getting death threats. And I'm sorry for her. But... We as people that are in the media, uh, we have to be very careful about what we, uh, how we come up against people when they're at the lowest of the low, especially when someone has been acquitted uh, with something to just even bring that type of thing. And here the mother, the wife of Kobe is suffering with those children. And for that to even be talked about, that shouldn't even be talked about. Amen. It's just, why do we kick each other uh, in the face while we're already down on the ground. You just kick dirt in the face of people that already are down on their back. And you know what? We do that to one another. And we have to stop this type of thing. Uh, destroying each other. Crabs in a barrel. Just pulling each other down. We need to get over this. And uh, overcome this. And stop being jealous. Stop being ugly competitive. Uh, towards uh, each other. You know, always trying to outdo each other. It's playing out because it's killing us. It's killing us. It's killing our families. It's killing our friends. It's not even worth it. So we need to really, really take a look at ourselves and make a change. Look in the mirror and make a change. It starts with each and every one of us. How can you sleep at night knowing that you will stab your brother and your sister in the back? I call it stab them in the head. You stab them in the face. You know, it's no no longer behind the back. You just stab, you just throw people under the bus and stab them in the head right there to their face. And it's very, very uh, hurtful just for a dollar bill. You know, money is only money, but your character character goes a very, very long way and it'll catch up uh, with us. Uh, with that type of personality. And another thing I want to talk about was the State of a Union address. Uh, when uh, after Donald Trump was acquitted, uh, it was very interesting um, how uh, just America responded to um, him not being impeached. And a lot of anger was in the air. And uh, at the State of the Union address, how Pelosi tore up up his um, speech in front of the world. And I was so shocked. That's another thing I'm going to talk about. Not showing any class. To me personally, now everything I say is my personal opinion unless I say someone said something. You know, when it comes to the world... America has always been the, the, the country uh, uh, that, that was everything. You know, we have what other countries want. And, you know, we were always put on a pedestal. Now we have, have become the country that's just as bad as, as uh, most other countries. And it's kind of sad because the tone that uh, Donald Trump sets has caused a lot of animosity and a lot of ugmo in people have just surfaced and come out in the open. But you know what? No matter what, I say we should always respect one another. 
It's okay to disagree. And, but to display hatred in front of the world uh, in the manner that we have done, it is so embarrassing um, because we should not be acting this way. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, we got a, a crazy president that just goes off and says whatever he wants to say. But for us, you know, to follow, do what he does, it is so inappropriate to me. When someone has an odd against you and someone is acting ugly, the best thing to do to people when they are acting ugly is to kill them with kindness. We have to always have class. And no matter what we do, we need to re- represent ourselves in a different manner. And I was really embarrassed about that. That's my own personal opinion. This is the president of the United States. And, you know, Pelosi, you know, the Democrats versus the Republican. And I'm sorry, we know we can fight our battles in a professional manner in front of people because our children are watching this too. And so if you want your children, our children are going to act ugly just like how we act. So how Pelosi acts in public is probably how she acts at home. She's got probably grandkids, kids. This is how it all starts. If you act ugly in the house, your kids are going to act ugly too. That's why we got problems in the schools is because how we conduct ourselves. So me personally, I was really hurt and taken back by unprofessionalism in the White House, okay? That's my thing. I don't believe in it. I believe in being professional no matter where we go. Now, when somebody makes me mad, oh yeah, I will straighten that thing out. But there's a way that you straighten it out. And you don't have to do it in front of, uh, 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 in an ignorant way in front of people. Now, there's been times when things have happened in public and you have to put people in their place. But I'm not saying be no punk. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is you fight your battles, but it's how you fight the battle. Uh, that makes all the world of difference is how you say it and how you do it. And you can kill somebody with kindness by doing it in a very different kind of way, which is let them know how you feel about it. And you walk away, you let it go. Because when you start battling with one another, all you're doing is feeding the fuel. And that's what people want. They want to see you act ugly and unprofessional. So I just say, let's act like ladies and gentlemen in all areas of our lives and try to control our tempers as much as we can because this world is so evil and uh, Jesus is on the way. It's real because, you know, what we're doing here in this country is just so hurtful and mean and it starts from the White House all the way down to the Black House and we have got to straighten this thing out because Jesus is not happy with how we are conducting ourselves with one another. We're supposed to love one another and we are not loving one another the way we should be loving one another. Another thing I want to talk about, I want you to take a look on YouTube. His name is King Face and he is on YouTube and it says King Face on the Trump effect in black communities. Okay, it came out on Monday, this Monday. I want you to go to that, please. King face on the Trump effect in black communities. This brother is a Trump supporter and he talked about why he supports Trump. And he's got his views and and what he believes and he thinks. And 
It's important, family, that when you listen to things, you have to decipher where you want to be when you get ready to go to the polls. Are you going to vote Democrat or are you going to vote Republican? Okay, don't be a follower. You have to be a leader. Be a leader of facts and not hearsay. When you go to the polls, which every person that is 18 and older need to vote because you cannot complain about what's going on in in America if you don't get out and vote. So I urge every one of you to get out and vote and know why you're voting for someone. Not because mama, grandma, great grandma, somebody voted a particular way. You vote according to the facts. Why are you a Democrat? Why are you Republican? Okay? And look at both situations because I'm hearing a lot of different things that I've never heard before. And it's shocking to know about some things about the Democrats. And it's shocking to know the things about the Republicans and what the Republicans have done. So you need to be a leader uh, in your life, of your life, and know who you want to vote for when you go to the polls. Amen? Also, the next thing I want to talk about is the Super Bowl. Big controversy there. Uh, Shakira and J-Lo, the uh, provocativeness that was displayed during the Super Bowl halftime. It was a big controversy there. Now, me, my opinion, you've got entertainers and singers who dress and they gyrate and do these things. And I'm used to seeing that. And uh, people were offended because it was during halftime of the Super Bowl. And and uh, I was told it was a man's halftime because men like looking at things like that. And, and uh, some women were really dissatisfied about seeing that type of thing. But let me tell you something. This is... D.D. Banks at the table's opinion again. They're street uh, uh, young ladies, you know, men and women, we're all, you know, that aren't in the, uh, uh, in, we're not entertainers and uh, performers. And so there's street class and then there's uh, entertainers in what they do. The average person that aren't in entertainment, when we carry ourselves as women in that manner, you're going to get a certain responses from people. I always say this, how you show up somewhere is how you will be treated. So as women and how we conduct ourselves in public, whether how we dress, how we speak, how we carry ourselves, someone is always watching and looking at you. And you will be treated however you show up. It is a fact. I have been out on my own since the age of 16 years of age. And I am in my 60s now. And I've seen it all. And I've done a lot in my lifetime. But I'm just going to tell you that how you want to be treated is how you need to show up. So if you feel like you want to be like the entertainers, uh, uh, gyrating and dressing the way they dressed at the Super Bowl, then you're going to get the re- repercussions of, of what you get. You know, it's just the way you're going to be treated. And uh, I'm not going to fault um, Jennifer and Chikara for, for the Super Bowl because I'm used to it. It's entertainment. And uh, that's what men like and women like it too. But the average person who is not in entertainment, they should not mimic. Our little girls should not be mimicking and dressing 
in this manner because you will not get positive reinforce uh, uh re you know people will not give you a positive reaction when you are uh, present yourself in that way so i'm just saying i know people are going to talk about me and get mad at me for saying it but i'm going to tell you right now that it is a fact okay it is a fact how you will be respected and we need to carry ourselves as ladies. Now, we had five black women who took the titles of the pageants this year. The first time in history, all five women were black. And no one talked about that as much as they talked about J-Lo and Shakira. Uh, it, 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 this is uh, the time for Latino women. They want to be recognized too. Black women are being recognized as uh, how beautiful and intelligent you know we are. And uh, the platform has been on the black women. We are up and coming and strong and beautiful and smart. And so Latino women, they don't want to be left left behind. So they're representing their culture too. So it is what it is, family. So we just have to uh, teach our daughters uh, to be young ladies and dress in a way that we will be respected and our daughters are smart. So we don't want to see anything but intelligence. When people look at our daughters, we want the, them to uh, see how, know them for their intelligent first. And whatever um, profession they choose uh, after that, that's their business. Amen. But I'm just saying that they should not be exposed at a young age uh, with gyration and dressing uh in ways that are for grown women who can handle it, uh, handle men coming at them and boys coming at them in a disrespectful, uh, disrespectful way. So uh, we have to be mindful of that in our house. Amen. Now, um, let me see if there's anything else important I wanted to talk about. Uh, that's basically it. Um, I wanted to say this about um, something that I found. Uh, yesterday uh, on Pinterest and this was really really nice and this is for uh, from for the young women for women and girls and for boys and men to understand this concept right here it says this women and girls are like apples on the tree the best ones are at the top of the tree the men and boys don't want to reach for the good apples because they are afraid of falling and getting hurt. Instead, they just get the rotten apples from the ground that aren't as good, but they're easy to get. So the apples at the top think something's wrong with them when the reality is that they are amazing. They just have to wait for the right man and right boy to come along. The one who is brave enough to climb all the way to the top of the tree. That was profound. So, apples on the top of the tree are some of the best apples. Women who are on the top and girls who are on the top are the best apples. But sometimes we feel inadequate. We feel insecure. Why is because the boys and the men who don't want to, who are afraid of being rejected or afraid to just go and go for the good ones, 
They they just go for the apples that are on the ground, that are rotten. They have been mistreated. They don't have it no they don't know their worth. You know, they have low self-esteem. A lot of boys and men go grab those girls and women because that's easier for them. And those boys and men take advantage of those girls. So I advise every woman and girl to always be the apples on the top of the tree. Be your very best. Look your best. Be your best. Invest in your education. Invest in who you are. Know who Jesus Christ is. Know that the Father of Jesus is God and how God created us to be, which is beautiful, beautiful creatures who populate this earth. Amen. We need to rise up and know who we are in Christ. And when you know who Christ is, you'll know who you are. And when you know who you are, you'll know that you're one of those apples at the very top. Those apples that are on the ground who have been hurt, beat, uh, your your self-esteem is very low. You don't think much of yourself. That's because you need to get a relationship with Jesus Christ because Jesus loves you unconditionally. There is no way you should be feeling that you are inadequate and it's okay to be mistreated by a boy or a man For you to feel less than, for you to be beat, for you to be talked to any kind of way, for you to be called all kinds of names, for you to be treated like you are absolutely nothing. That is not of God and you don't know who you are. Baby, if you came from a broken home, let me tell you, wherever you are, you turn to Jesus Christ because he loves you. He is your father, your mother. Everything that you need for you to get the love and understanding so that you can pick yourself up off the ground and you can get going, clean yourself up and know who you are and whose you are. Trust me, if you do that, you will be so surprised at what God can do for you. You'll be a whole different, entire different person. Trust you me, I see it happening every day. So I ask that we all love one another, embrace one another, and care for one another. Amen. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you for this beautiful and glorious day that is not... Uh, it's not promised to us, Father God, so we don't want to take that for granted. And we ask that you forgive us for anything that is ugly and not like you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Things that we know we need to fix and things we don't know about and, and we need your help in fixing them. Father God, we just want to thank you for all the goodness that you've done for us. We want to thank you for black history. We want to thank you for people history. We want to thank you for just loving us and caring for us and giving us unconditional love. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you've been so good and we just can't keep praising you and loving you the way we do. And God, we just ask that you pour out your love to those that don't know you, Father God, and send people that do know you to reach and touch the people that don't know you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. There's so much abuse going on. There's so much evil going on, Father God, and we ask that you bless this land, touch this land, rain on us, Father God. 
and with your love so that we can turn our lives around before your son, Jesus Christ, uh, comes. Because we want to go to heaven. We don't want to go to hell. We want to go to heaven. We want to make it to the promised land. Amen. So God, we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that's it. Until we meet again. Peace. Mm-hmm.